Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. We glorify your holy name. Hallelujah. We continue in God's grace. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 3, Apostle Paul says this way, Having begun this in the Spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Is the question. The word of God says, are ye so foolish? A question mark. Having begun in the spirit, and are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Being born again, being saved, the unmerited favor of God, that Jesus Christ, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. That's why the Bible said in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, There is therefore now no condemnation that there is in Christ Jesus, because we do not walk after the flesh. We walk in the newness of life, which is the Spirit of God. The Word of God says all the time, and even Jesus Christ Himself is speak to the Himself. In John 4, verse 24, Do you not know? That everything, everyone that have received the Lord Jesus Christ, have received a God in his kingdom. The one that they say the kingdom of God is at hand. And then the one, the true worshiper, the one that we must worship God in the spirit and in truth. Because God, he is the spirit. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in the spirit and truth. That's why Apostle Paul, he had a question to Galatians. This is the Jewish people. How were you first impacted by Jesus? It's another question mark. Was it through the law or was it his grace? In your life that touched your heart. It's another question mark. Apostle Paul was telling them. We all began in our relationship with the Lord because... We were impacted by His love, His love alone, and grace. Let us then continue in that grace of God. Oh, Paul wanted, Paul warned the Galatians. This is the Jewish people. He warned them from the beginning against turning back to the law after beginning in grace. He said, I marvel. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 6, I marvel, he said. I marvel, he said to him. Apostle Paul said, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ, unto another gospel. Do you know what he said? Another gospel. Apostle Paul, he really, he really stand against the teaching up, going back to the Ten Commandments, going back to the law, because the Jewish people, they only know about the Ten Commandments. You got to do good. You got to do this. You got to do that. So get the goodness from God. Yeah, it was good then. But when Jesus Christ already glorified, already risen from the dead 2,000 years ago, and all powers given unto him from heaven, from above heaven, under the earth, his name is Jesus Christ. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord for the glory of the Father. 
Paul warned regulation against turning back to the law after, after beginning in grace, he said. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace unmerited favor. This grace, the unmerited favor of Christ to a different gospel, he said, which is not another, but there are some who troubled you. Want to pervert the gospel of Christ. In Galatians chapter 1 verse 7. He said to trouble you. He already continued that. He already said which not another. But there be some. And that troubled you. And would pervert. Pervert the gospel. Pervert the gospel of Christ. This is so important to understand. When you once you're born again, your spirit being is belong to God. You've been bought with a price, with the blood of Jesus. And therefore, you are sealed that you are heaven bound. Your spirit is the one that God wants. It's not even your soul. You need to be saved every day. You need to be saved. You need to be renewed with the word of God. By hearing and hearing the word of God, your faith will be committed with in Christ Jesus. The word from the beginning is Christ. What's with God? Unmerited favor of Christ to a different gospel. What is not another, but there are some who troubled you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ in Galatians chapter 1. Paul takes the very seriously. Apostle Paul takes it very seriously. He calls any gospel apart from the gospel of grace, God's unmerited favor, a perversion, a perversion, attempting to be justified by the works of the Ten Commandments, a perversion of the gospel of Christ. Read it to yourself. Paul, Apostle Paul asked the church, the Galatians, the Galatian point blank, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? What is the word of God in Romans 10 verse 17? By hearing and hearing the word of God, faith will be committed in your life. You want to stay and continue in this grace. Listen to the preaching of good preacher, anointed preaching, that it is the gospel of truth, the gospel of grace. There's no other gospel. When there is not a good news, it's not Christ-like. It is Christ, the one. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And you put works in it, and you will fall from this grace. Because Apostle Paul himself, he spoke that very clearly to everyone. Or by the hearing of faith, it's a question mark. Are you so foolish having begun the spirit? Are you now being made perfect by the flesh, self-effort? That's why he has said, that's why I emphasize to you in Romans chapter 8 verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation that there is in Christ Jesus because we do not walk after the flesh. We walk in this newness of life, in the spirit of God that is leading and guide us. That's the gospel of truth. That's the gospel of Christ. What is in you? Galatians chapter 3 verse 2 and 3. 
apostle Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Paul was saying to them, you began believing in this grace. This only would I learn of you. Receive ye the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish having begun and the spirit and ye are now made perfect by the flesh? He always emphasized his word, the word of God. He always want to explain to you with clarity. And you don't have to be a theologian to understand what Apostle Paul is saying about. Paul was saying to them, you began by believing in the grace, in his grace. Why are you now depending on your works? That is foolishness. You should be continue, continuing in his unmerited favor. These are strong words by Paul. Don't start with grace and end up with the law. Don't start with the new covenant only to turn back to the old covenant. There are those who say that they are not justified by the law, but believe, but believe that they should keep the law for sanctification. My Brother and sister, both justification and sanctification come by our faith in Jesus' finished work alone. Romans 10, 17. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's why it's so important. It's so very important. What is the word? Another question mark. The word is from the beginning was with God. There's Jesus Christ, the Word, alone. There is now faith without Jesus finish it, the grace. That's why in John chapter 1, verse 1, the Word was with God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the word was God. Who is that word? His name is Jesus Christ. This grace, John 1 verse 14. Grace, this is who he is. And the word was made flesh and dwell among us. And we beheld this glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Who is grace and truth? It is Jesus Christ. The word on one, uh, John chapter 1, verse 17. Go back more farther. And he said, the, the law, the law is given, given, given. Who? Given. The law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Continue in this grace. This is good news. He will live for joy inside of you. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And everything you have, it is about the joy of God that inside of you. And this is so important. You are not justified by the law, but believe that they should keep the law. They always believe, the Jewish people, that they can keep the law. Some people, that they always do that. And then I don't have nothing against Jewish people, but they come back to what Apostle Paul is talking about here. When you are established in the 
new covenant of grace, you will experience a tremendous sense of confidence and security in Christ. When your confidence in His unmerited favor and not for your performance, you will not feel as if you are constantly jumping in and out of His favor and His acceptance. It is unfortunate when Peter himself even spoke about this. Then 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10, and he said that we have to continue in this grace. Even Peter himself, Apostle Paul, confronted him. But the God of all grace, see, it's all grace from the beginning. But the God of all grace who had called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after that he had suffered a while. Mark you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle in you. This is the word of God that is in your life. Then even Apostle uh, 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 Peter himself, Apostle Peter in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. And he, this is what he's giving you. He's giving you. If you do not see this and you have not been focusing in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And beside this, Apostle Peter is speaking, giving all diligence. Add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge, verse 6. Continue to verse 8. And to knowledge, verse 6. First, go back to verse 6, and we'll continue on reading. And to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, verse 7. Godliness what? And to godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love, it is charity. And then verse 8. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is grace. Verse 9, if you don't have this, if you're not seeing this, you've not been listening the gospel of truth, the gospel of good news. But the, he that lacketh this thing is not is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old, old sins. What is an old sins? When, when John the Baptist himself, he said, Repent from your wicked ways. You know, it's a sin to God when you go back to, to he that know to do good and not doing it. It's works. It's a sin already. And then when John the Baptist himself said, repent from your wicked ways. He's speaking to the Jewish people. He's speaking to the Pharisees that they thought. Repent your wicked ways. Change your mind towards God because the kingdom of God is at hand. When Jesus Christ was glorified and we've been purchased with the blood of Jesus, our spirit being is just exactly like Jesus. We are being heaven bound and we are to renew our mind with what? With the word of God. 
what has become flesh, the unmerited favor. Grace of God. You want to keep hearing this kind of preaching? You will see your life will be turned around. It is from the 180 degrees, and you will be turned around because you rely on him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. That's the preaching of grace. That's why when in Galatians, an apostle Paul himself, he is speaking, he is speaking. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 13. Hallelujah. Oh. Praise you, Jesus. This is what Apostle Paul was talking about, even Peter himself. Let's start from verse 1. We're going to read this all because I, I, I really like this when I was start studying together with this. This is Apostle Paul. He withstood against Peter. We're going to read the whole chapter. We're going to read the whole up to verse 13. Then 14 years after I went up again to Jerusalem, which is Apostle Paul said, with Barnabas and talked Titus with me also. And I went up by the revelation. Apostle Paul, I went, I went up by revelation and communicated unto them the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles. But privately to them which were of reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. But neither Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, a Greek, he said, was compelled to be circumcised. That's why you got to read it for yourself to understand what Apostle Paul is talking about. And that because of false brethren, he called them false brethren. This is the, the Pharisee. This is when the people got born again. This is, and that because of false brethren and awares brought in, who came in privately, privately, privately to stop, to spy out our liberty, which was have in Christ. Jesus, that they might bring us unto bondage to whom we gave place by subjection. No, not for an hour, he said, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. But of this who seem to be somewhat, whosoever they were, it make it no matter to me. God accepted no man's person, for they who seem to be somewhat in conference added nothing to me. But contrarywise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me, as the gospel of the circumcision was unto Peter. Listen to this very importantly. For he, for he that wrath effectually in Peter to the apostleship, of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me toward the Gentiles. And when James, Cephas, James, you know what Cephas here? James, Cephas, Cephas is Peter here. 
Okay? And John, who seemed to be a pillars, perceived the grace that was given unto me, they gave to me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship that we should go unto the heathen and they unto the circumcision. Apostle Paul is assigned to preach to the Gentiles. The heathen here is Gentiles. James, Peter, and John is assigned to the brethren of the Jewish community. They're experts in that area. But Apostle Paul denotes the law from the beginning. He preached to the Gentiles because he knows only the word that we should remember the poor, the same which I also was forward to do. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to the face because he was to be blamed. For before that certain came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles, but when they were come, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision, and the other Jews dissembled, dissembled likewise with him. In so much that Barnabas was, was carried away with their dissimulation. But when I saw that, they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel. I said unto Peter before them all, if thou being a Jew livest after the manner of Gentiles and not as though the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as though the Jews? Question mark. That's in verse 14. Where, who, we who are Jews by nature are not sinners of the Gentiles, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no, no flesh be justified. Very strongly. But if we, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners. Is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things what I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. Paul is speaking about himself, that he been expert of the law. For I through the law, I'm dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, ye not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. 
Verse 21, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Why is it we are not preaching the gospel of truth? I already give you the, the law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by, came by Jesus Christ, which is the son of the living God. Why are we not preaching this kind of gospel truth? We keep hearing in church all the time, you got to do good, you got to do good, you got to be honest, you got to be doing that. You got, yes, I understand what you're trying to say. You got to do right. The right believing, that's why you live right. But if you are trying to be a superficial in the front of you, outside, you will never going to do for a little bit, but you will get tired. That's why a lot of people, they get tired of coming to church because they keep hearing this all the time. You got to do this. You got to do that. Do, do, do. The law is always do and do and do and do and demand from a bankrupt man. But grace is already supply, supply, supply. This is Jesus Christ. You want to walk in this newness of life? You want to walk in this abundance of grace? That what about what, what Romans chapter 4, verse 17? That we are an overcomer in Christ Jesus? Listen to what Apostle Paul said. Romans 4, verse 17. Hallelujah. Whew. There's so many when you start studying. Romans 4, verse 17. Praise you, Jesus. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him he believed. And God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. You want to live in this newness of life? You can call things. You believe. Believe and receive. This is not your works anymore. It is the Spirit that's guiding and leaving us. When the disciple asked Jesus Christ, what, was me, what, what we have to do to do what you do? In John chapter 6, verse 28. What is Jesus said to them? He answered them very clearly. Then said, and verse, verse 27 first. Let me just read verse 28 then. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Works of God. Verse 29. What did he say? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God that ye believe on him whom he hath sinned. This is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our guidance right now. He is for revelation. He is the revealer. And then you need to let him be the guidance in your life. I want to... 
In the new covenant of grace, you will experience a tremendous sense of confidence and security in Christ. When you're confident in His unmerited favor and not your performance, you will not feel as if you are constantly jumping in and out of His favor and acceptance. It is unfortunate that some believers have put themselves back under the old covenant without realizing it. Sometimes they feel that God is on their side, but at other times they feel that God is far away from them. Sometimes they feel that God is satisfied with them, but at other times they feel that God is angry with them. All these feelings are based predominantly on their own evaluation of how they have performed and they feel about themselves and not how God sees them because there is no covenant scripturally, a scriptural basis for such evaluation. There is none. Very strongly. They end up arbitrarily deciding if they are deserving of God's blessings and favor in their lives or not. This is very important in Scripture. Believe. You want to see that you work in Jesus in your life? Believe in the Holy Spirit. Blessings and favor in their lives or not. When in fact they actually have access to his blessings all the time simply because of Jesus and his finished work at the cross. Today, think, talk, and act knowing that it's not about you or your works. It's about Jesus and him alone. And step out into his blessings for you. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. He has given you all the spiritual blessings. I don't know what more I have to, to speak to you. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places were in Christ. Verse 6 and 7, I want you to read this. I want you, I want to leave you with this scripture to the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He had made us accepted in the Beloved. Oh, so, and He said, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. So much riches of His grace. Whew, hallelujah. When I start preaching about it, I, I, it gave me excited because I use these scriptures. I remind God. I talk to God. Lord, help me with my unbelief. Help me to receive these scriptures. Help me to believe these scriptures. I encourage you if you challenge the Lord with the guidance of the Holy Spirit because he already gave you the power, the power to become the son of the living God. John 1 verse 12, you have the power. It is God's power. He already gives you the authority to reason with him. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name.
I don't know what the word power is. Oh. Thank you. So many scriptures about grace. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Grace be multiplied to you. When he speak about that grace, grace and peace be multiplied unto you, the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Why is it Peter even himself? Even though Peter, he is the man that walk in water. Tell me, I don't know, other than Jesus. <laughs> oh, but he sank, of course, because he got to his realization. You, you focus in the Holy Spirit, he's the guidance. It is for you to keep reading the Word of God. I challenge you when you ask God, why is it the scripture is not manifesting in my life? Why is not, I'm not walking in it, Lord? Help me with my unbelief. This is the time to need to be prayer and fasting with God to make you to understand, to make you believe that, oh, wow. You're not fasting for your prosperity. You're not fasting for your healing. This is the time of fasting that you get close more to God. So you will hear, you will hear what the intent of God in your life, what it is the abundance of grace that it's already made available for you. That's a time. The unmerited favor. There's one and one with the Lord. Help me, Lord, how to understand. I'm going to say the very strong, strong sentence right now. Why people are still the same that we held they are 20 years ago? Because the Holy Spirit tried to guide you to correct how you live. The reason why you are not predicament because you have not believed that God can supply all your needs. You have not believed that God can heal you. You have not believed that God give you the peace of mind that passes all understanding through the knowledge of Him that giving us this knowledge and virtue. If we go back to all the scriptures in the second Peter chapter one, that's what's speaking about all of that the scriptures. Because you have not far, you have not seen far. You have not seen what God already been done for you. So any one of you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ, this is your opportunity. All you have to do is say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Thank you for forgiving me for all of my sins. Thank you that you died for me. At the cross of Calvary. On the third day. You rose from the dead. I receive you now. As Lord and Savior. You say the prayer. You, you are born again. And you make heaven your home. And find a Bible church. Based church. Bible based church. Preaching the word of truth. The word. The grace. Hallelujah. And in Jesus name. Also receive the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. Robo Shikarababashita in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father.